It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, yo, we're back. Three points in the gaff and that rhymes. You know how we do. Listen, it's me, myself, Pundit J, alongside Jay Motti. Big United fan and obviously Mike's big blue from the blue half of Manchester. So, yeah, but listen, this week's a bit different, isn't it? Because it's international football and some people hate it. Some people don't mind. We had a good summer, do you understand? But listen, England are back in, back in effect and they took on Hungary, took on Andorra. But do you know something? Yeah, we're going to delve a bit deeper, in it? Because we need to talk about the manager, Gareth Southgate. And listen, some people loathe him. Some people think, nah, you know what? He's done a good job. So we're just going to di- discuss it and debate it and see where we're at with Gareth, Mr. Gareth Southgate, you get me? So, um, yeah, for me personally, lads, ah, Southgate, I think I think he's an all right manager. I don't think he's the greatest. You know what, yeah? He reminds me of Oliver and Solskjaer. He's just one of them guys that is a nice, he's a nice guy. You get me? He knows that he, he, he spots a good young player and that. Uh, do you know what I mean? He'll, he'll, he'll put him in the team or throw him out there, but ultimately... Yeah, he's not really going to get over the line, in it, and that's how I kind of see him at the moment. But obviously, you, man, can kind of expand on that, and we'll, and we'll get into it. So, come on, man. Talk to me <laughs> got, about him. I've got to come in quickly there before Mike yeah. starts. <laughs> because I was with you until you said he reminds me of all of it, and that just defeated me. I thought, Why? Because, like, I, I know what you mean about Southgate, and I think, like, he is a nice guy. I like the, I like the ambassadorial side of things that he does with England. I think he gets that right. You know, the sort of the comments he makes and uh, it's when he's spoken up about taking a knee and, and even Brexit and things like that, how it affected some of the players and the, the, the division in the country. And I think, all right, as an ambassador, as that sort of, you know, figurehead, he gets a lot of the things right. And I think, you know, in an alternative universe, Sam Allardyce is giving them interviews and telling people to stop moaning and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it could have yeah. been a very different situation. My only sort of main concern with, with Gareth Southgate is, like there's three things I like about it. One, I like I like the fact he um, does the ambassadorial ambassadorial stuff quite well. He's a good spokesperson. He seems to get that right. He handles the media well. I like the fact this sounds crazy, right? And it's not really something something you should give a manager credit for. But I think we have to be honest about where England have been. He doesn't make any massive mistakes. Like you look at England managers in the past, like Capello, McLaren. 
Um, can't really count all of that because he was brief. Even Ericsson to a lesser degree. But there's been some real errors there, like McLaren. You know, he got he, we didn't we, we got we didn't qualify in 2008, and in my opinion, we had a group of players that could have maybe not won it, but gone to the final in that tournament. We didn't even qualify. You look at the Champions League final in 2008. You had an Englishman in every single position except goalkeeper. And yet we didn't even qualify for the Euros. You look at Iceland knocking us out when we had Roy Hodgson as manager. It's You know what I mean? He doesn't make those big sort of, oh my God, what is going on? So, so, so do you think he's the right man for the job? My own man, that gets to my final point on Gareth Southgate is, the problem I've got is, he's been quite fortunate in his runs in the in, in finals, well, in tournaments. Well, you know, well, like getting, like, you know, when we win the World Cup, we played Panama, we played Tunisia, we lose to Belgium, you've got, you've got Colombia without Hamas Rodriguez, you've got Sweden, and you're in the, fire, uh, you're in the semis. You know, there's ditto, again, in the Euros, a, a, a sort of flaky German team, other than that, it's not really a test, Denmark are okay, you get to the final. But when you get to those big games, where you're up against real elite teams, the Croatias of 2018, the, the Italy of this year, and when you have to make a tactical change when things aren't going your way, because we've took the lead in both of those games and then it's, we've been up against it, that's where he's fallen short. I think tactically, he's just not in that elite level. And that's something that maybe he can grow in from. But that's what he's... His downfall has been because both the Italy game. Yeah, hold on, hold game, on. I think hold they were there for the taking. Do you think he's a good manager? I think he's a. I think pundit sort of it. Now he's a decent manager. Like he's. He's. Right. I don't think he's like. I, I think if he leaves England, I don't think he's getting an elite job. Yeah. I don't think someone's coming in for him like who's got real title winning ambitions or Champions League winning ambitions. I don't think he's there. I think he's a decent manager. I think my my optimism with Southgate. So, so he'll on. learn from his mistakes. So he's just like Ollie then, isn't it? <laughs> no, yeah, I think that's a little bit. That's a little bit harsh because you went all the way around no, the house, no, 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 no. Because, because to get right back to Oli. Because Oli has done like, don't get me wrong, yeah, Oli's made some mistakes, but I've seen Oli get those big results in, in against difficult opposition. I've seen him beat the Manchester Cities. I've seen him beat the Paris Saint Germain's. I've yet to see Gareth Southgate beat a team that's better than him or even equal to him. He's beaten teams that are not as good as him, and that's it. Right. So whereas Oli, Oli right. has done that. So do you, do you number one? Can I ask you one question as well? How are you okay with how he sets up the team? Because I've heard a lot of people that criticise. I don't like this Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips thing in the midfield. Are you okay with that? Have you got a problem with that? Or? I don't like my tactic. I think the personnel sometimes I, I don't agree with. Right. So so my point here now. So so I think Gareth Southgate's an all right manager. I think he's a little bit better than decent. I'm not going to say he's great or anything. So I think we've kind of started this debate in the middle. So if we take a step back now, yeah, for me, if we're being honest, if we take Germany's squad, Portugal's squad, France's squad, Spain at a push, and Belgium's squad, how many England players, yeah, would get in their teams? And I'm saying for England to be a better starting 11 than them teams there, six players have to be guaranteed to start. And I don't think we've got six players that start for those countries. Anyone right, so, so what so what are you saying and are you saying that he's punching above his weight? What I'm saying is he's already on the back foot. Gareth Southgate knows there's five of these five or six teams, yeah, that he'll come up against where he has got the other team have got better, he's got a, he's played against a better team. So we've all kind of played around football at a certain level, and we all know that at a professional level, everything's done on repetition. Repeat, repeat, repeat. So when you actually get into certain games, it's, it's second nature, you roll. 
You get me what you're meant to be doing out there. So if yeah, yeah. teams, one sec, if there's five teams, yeah, that you know have got better teams in you, then you have to make sure your tactics are set up for when you come against those five in it. So when people moan about having two defensive midfielders against flipping um, Poland and stuff, he's practising for those bigger games. So I think what he's trying to do there, and that's why he didn't move all that tournament there, he did not move Rice and Phillips out of it. Repetition, repetition, practice. And it got into the final. I've got no complaints about how he went about that Euros, me. Like I say, I heard a lot, oh, we could have played Grealish. Listen, yeah, he done what he needed to do, got into the final, ultimately lost on penalties. That's that. Yeah, that's but you know, right, you know what, yeah, you made some good points there, yeah. But this is what I'm going to say, bro, yeah. Like, take Belgium, for example, now, yeah. Their front line is who? In the Euros, it was what? Doku, Lukaku, and De Bruyne when he was fit in it, and Hazard when he was fit. Now, England have got a vet. Kane is better than Lukaku in my eyes. That's Do you it. get me? So, Wait, yeah, but hold on. Yeah, N- Doku. Rashford's better than Doku. Yeah, Greenish is better Rashford. than Doku. You mean Rashford start on the bench? I'm looking at Ease and Hazard, isn't it? So let's not go there. We can yeah, but- Hazard and, and De Bruyne in that front three. And then hold on. So you, are you trying to? T- All right. So are you trying to tell me Eden Hazard are a better last three years than, than Raheem Sterling? Eden Hazard is a better footballer than Raheem Sterling. Raheem. That's not what I asked you though. As as he had a last the, the last three years no, as Raheem Sterling. I, I, you're asking me. I've got a cup final tomorrow. I'm a picking. Eden Hazard or Ryan Sterling to start that. I'm picking Eden Hazard. Who are you picking, G? Who are you picking, Punji? Tell me. I'm picking today. Well, I don't know. Eden Hazard, I'm not seeing a lot of him, but I think his time at Madrid has been a fucking disaster, on it? He's, he's, but are, he's you, are you both telling me now that you rate Ryan Sterling ahead of, of Eden Hazard? I'll tell you what I will say about this, though. I rate England's 11 better than Belgium's 11. You said would five or six England players get into the Belgium team? Would they get into the, the Portugal team easily? Nah, Portugal's nah. team. Have you seen the defence? They've got like forty-year-old Pepe playing. They've got Rui Patricio in goal. They've, you know, when you look at Belgium's team, they've got like Alvaro, Vertonghen, Vermaelen. These are past it, mate. These aren't elite oh, oh, defenders. Oh, oh, oh. Let's get back right. to that keeper. You think Rui Patricio? You think Jordan Pickford's a better keeper than Patricio? Jordan Pickford 100%. is in the top twenty. Wolves have got rid of Patricio because he's, he's been dropped, and they've got a new keeper in because he's yeah, awful. Yeah. For whatever reason, he got dropped for a bit. Jordan Pickford's woeful. Right. I'm not. I'm not a big Pickford fan, but I think Patricio. I think his stats is like he's, he's the lowest in terms of the amount of shots he gets fired at him. In, yeah, Mike. Go on, go on. Terrible. But like, you look at some. Go on. Sorry, no. Go on. Who were the best? Who were the best two defenders that Portugal have got? Alderweireld and Ad. Portugal. Portugal. Portugal, he's Belgium. You see oh, what it is now, is Ruben oh. Diaz. Go on. And Cancelo. Right. Now, you, oh, you struggle to name them two. Listen, I wait, know wait, you wait, struggle wait, to name them Also, Nah, nah, nah. Also, Listen, also, yeah. Also, this, is, <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say to you, yeah. England have got, they've got good players, right? But I'm saying to, my problem with Southgate is this, yeah. I just, I think there's more to, I think he can squeeze more juice out of the sponge with this England team. Do you get me like? And I yeah. think he's a bit con- he's a bit conservative with it now. I think if we had a different type of manager, we'd see a different kind of England if you get where I'm coming from. Certain managers would squeeze a lot more juice out of this bu- bunch of players because England have got a lot of talented players now. Granted, yeah, 
the midfield, I, I, I think, is weak. You get me? Like, there's no guy in that midfield that can control the tempo of a football match. Whereas you got Italy with Jorginho and Verratti, and you had um, um, before that, they had Pirlo, you got Busquets, and you got that the kid at um, Pedri for Spain. And there's, there's guys in there. Whereas I think England have got a lot of good ball players, but in the midfield section, I think it's a bit weak. But Southgate himself. Right. So you've gone and kind of, you've kind of, kind of answered why he sets up that way. Because number one, I but now two set around being exposed. Number one, Maguire and Stones. They're okay, but exposed at international <laughs> level, no chance. I mean, <laughs> people talking about throwing Busquets, not Busquets, Declan Rice in there. You wouldn't even. You just named off a, a real after a number of midfielders there. Declan Rice is nowhere near that. But I'm very sure. So just stick Deck out there to get on with it. Nah, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> listen, guys. The thing, the listen. thing is, right? I don't even think the in terms of this argument, I don't even think that you're that million miles away from each other. Well, we're any of us a million miles away from each other. Southgate's a decent manager. England have got a good squad. I think my problem is my problem is like, and I hope he can grow. I think he can learn as a manager, especially at international level. We've seen it with other managers. I just think in those big games, the two biggest games and two biggest tests, I think. That's where his tactics have been found a little bit wanting. And I understand, like, everyone second-guesses the England team. Everyone does that. On that one there about Yeah. That. So, you remember when England went to Spain and that? One free Yeah, to, Sp- to, to Spain. That was a big game. And at that point, Spain was seen as a better team than England. So, I, I can't quite have the whole... He's not going to teams that are... He, he beat Germany in the Euros, a, a team that are better. And that's a f- weak Germany team for me. Come on, man. That's uh, that's the probably the worst German team. I'm not just saying this. In, in my lifetime, that's probably the worst German team there's been. Germany. I agree. So, listen. So, up to yeah. now, Mike's brought six teams that are supposedly better than England, but three of them we've already discarded. Portugal, Belgium and Germany. Man, we have discarded Portugal, though. Por- Mike's, Mike's, Portugal had Diogo Delo playing for him. Now, I like United and I like Diogo Delo. Right, let's, well, if let's, he's playing for you in the Euros, come on, you've got issues. Nah, nah, I'm, we're not... <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what, yeah? That Mike's, yeah? What's he called? Witzel, they all start for England in that midfield area. Yeah? Oh. De Bruyne starts for England. Ruben Diaz starts for England. Cancelo starts for England. That Have you noticed what he's well. doing, Jay? He's mixing yeah. two teams, you know. He's mixing, <laughs> <laughs> he's mixing Belgium and Portugal. Hey, listen, Mike, let me tell you something, yeah? Hubble right? starts for England. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kimmich starts. <laughs> Hey, listen. <laughs> nah, trust me, man. You know what, Southgate, you just need to step it up a bit, man. Because you know something, yeah? He's always putting them romper stomper, scaffolder, Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips who just runs all day. You know, he's not putting any guys who can put the... Listen, if Foden was Spanish, he'd be playing in the centre of the park. If Grealish was Spanish, he'd be playing in the centre of the park. Now, I'm not saying they'd be playing as a two in there, but they'd be playing where the ball is, where they can control the game, innit? Whereas England, like, oh, look, year ago, two years ago, yeah, England were in a, a good position in terms of players that they can play in the front line. So, for example, now, we've got Greenwood, Sancho, Saka, Grealish, Mason Mount, Rashford, Sterling, Elliot, if he performs this season, do you get me? Might, might have a chance to get in there. So, there's a batch of players there, but they're always in the front line, innit? Whereas, right, sorry, for England... Go on. Just to correct, because I like you said, I was shouting some nonsense before. I, I, Portugal, yeah, Ruben Neves, and you get me the like Silva, Fernandez. There's man in there. They'd walk into England's team, bro. They'd walk in. It's not even. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but do you know what you've just said there, bro, Mike? You've just named mid, mid, midfielders. All most of the international top teams have got better midfielders than England. I agree with you on that. 
Do you get me? But as a team, I, I just hear the man saying we've discarded Portugal, and I'm saying Portugal would start more, more people would, in Portugal's team would start for England. That's all. Just that's all I want to just correct that right now. We can move on oh, to no. your point, G. I just want to correct that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's but close. The, it's close. Yeah, it, it, it's close. It you is. get me? Like I, no, I, I agree. Portugal and Ronaldo Sanchez. Oh, maybe you know. I don't think like Pepe and and Moutinho and players like that style. For England, but there's 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 some that are. Do you know what I mean? Like I just feel yeah. that you're you're like saying I get what you're saying about he's setting up so that when we play these big teams. But I think if you look at the big games, for example, the Croatia game, when Perisic and Modric are causing us problems, you know we were leading. When it got starts going wrong, tactically he was found wanting. When Italy started to dominate that game and he's bringing on Jordan Henderson and bringing him off. And he's playing for penalties and bringing on Sancho and Rashford with 30 seconds left. That, for me, is tactical naivety. Now, he can grow as a manager. He can learn. Managers do learn. This nonsense that managers, you can't learn on the job. Of course you can. You learn on any job. And I hope hope he does. I hope he does. But I just think that's my criticism of Gareth Southgate. I think he's good. He's probably been, well, he has been the most successful England manager in my lifetime. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm not, I don't hate on the guy. I just feel like the criticism I have of him, my main criticism is in those big games, when it's the, the, the sort of the make-or-break decisions, I think he's got them ones wrong. I just, that's All right, my so own check it. All right, so check it now. The World Cup's coming up next year, yeah? Where do yeah. you expect Southgate to take this England team? Obviously, it's a bit early. It's, it's a year to go, but on the back of things, off the back of the Euros and what you've seen of, of him as a manager, do you expect him to get to the semi-final stage of a World Cup? Or is that way above expectations because according to Mike's, there's five or six teams that I've got a lot, a lot, a lot better than England. What, what are your expectations? Because if our expectations ain't to go and win a tournament, then you could say Southgate's doing a great job in it. Do you know what it is as well? And I think this is this is the thing that almost none of us have touched on. And no one likes to use the word luck in football, but you can have them lucky runs, those lucky draws. Do you know what I mean? Like you can. Bro, and I know it sounds quite because I've seen United get to Champions League finals and, you know, we played no one on route. Remember 2011? Like, our run to that final was ridiculous. It can happen. And yet, you know, in 99, we played everyone. It's, it's, it's just that, look, you look at England's run in 2018 in the World Cup, it was such a run where people were going, actually, we could get to the final. Eh? We, could, we could do this. So a lot of it does depend on run because, you know, most of those teams you mentioned, Mike, we didn't face any of them. Do you know what I mean? We didn't. We faced Belgium and got to beat us twice, and then we lost to Croatia. Do you know what I mean? Like we we, we beat Panama, Tunisia, Sweden, Colombia, and next thing you're in the semi-final. So a lot of it does depend on the run because you could have a run where, especially with how some of these big teams are underperforming, where you could have, you know, Germany in the second round, or and then Belgium if you get past them, and then France or whatever, where you're having it tough. So I think for me. With the experience we've got, with the young players, I think, you know, you mentioned a few of them there, Pundit, who could kick on. I throw Bellingham into that mix. I think he could be a real force in, in, in the summer. Foden, if he kicks on from last season, I expect great things. You know my thoughts on Mason Greenwood. So I'm going to say semis. I think there's a semi-final team in this England squad. I really do. So, yeah, go on, Mike. What are you saying? Uh, just off the, on the back of that, like I say, I, I, am, I do maintain that there are players out there. I think being English, because we watch people quite regularly in the Premier League and stuff, to get a higher rating, but let's just get it real here. Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice are not operating at the same level as even guys that are in midfield for Croatia and that, like, you get me, them, they're playing Champions League football in the top end of La Liga and stuff like that, so it's not, it's not, it's not thinking, but for me, I think semi-final will be a, a decent result. I think he's got players that 
could win a tournament. But as you said, isn't it, it's going to take a bit of luck in that because I just think we're rating some players higher than than, than they actually are. You get me? I know people like to talk about Greenish and obviously I'm a City fan. Glad he's there and I think he's a decent player. But let's keep it really. He's operated most of his career in a championship, isn't it? But then we're now asking yeah. him to go out there and start donning up tournaments against guys at a certain level and that. So, yeah, semi-final, yeah. I kind of agree with that. No, I hear that still. Yeah, I, I think semis and final he would do. He, I think he'd say, do you know what? He's done a good job there. Do you get me? But yeah. I just personally, I just want to see England play a bit better and control the ball a bit better. But in terms of controlling the ball a bit better now, yeah, like obviously there's a lot of young players that um, Southgate's kind of blooding out. I kind of like it, but do you do you man think he bloods him a bit too early though? Like, or do you think it's right to throw a Saka in there? Do you think it's right to throw a Mason in there? Do you think it's right to throw a Foden in there? Or what? Or do we rush these guys too quick? And then we have this build up, this big high expect. Should Bellingham really be playing in there or should he have gone to the England under 21 championships? Do you get me? Like, in England, a clock that we kind of like, we rush guys a lot of the time, innit? And a lot of the time over the years, we watch guys come on the scene and then fade away guys like Walcott and that. Do you know what I'm saying? So do you think Southgate gets the balance right or is he way off with it? Personally, I, I think he's, I think I'll give him credit for it. Yeah, I would yeah. actually give him credit for that. And I think that's probably the, the under-21s mentality that he had when he was manager of the under-21s, where we've seen some of the players, you know, basically get taken from the under-21s, moved up to the, the full team, even though they're still at that age. He knows what these youngsters can do. You look at some of the players you've mentioned, you know, Green was tearing up the Premier League. Foden's been tearing up the Premier League now for at least two seasons. You know, these for me, you're playing in the Premier League and the Champions League and plays plays like that, you can handle international football. And I think, you know, he's when he's been questioned about it, like, I questioned the Saka one, I'm not going to lie to you. I was yeah. like, really? I looked at him, you know, I've seen him a couple of times. I, I've not seen a lot of Arsenal. I try and watch him as, as, as little as I can. But I've seen, <laughs> um, seen him against Burnley and a couple of other games and I thought he's very quiet. Didn't really get on the ball a lot. His stats, I, don't, I know stats don't tell you a full story, but they weren't great. But he did the job that he was asked to do when he came in. You know what I mean? Like... I can't really fault it. And I think he's been, you know, he showed a lot of faith in, in, in Marcus. I know Marcus is 23 now, so he's not really a youngster. But I think there's there's there's, there's something about that, that I like about Southgate. I think he has that balance of, of bringing in light or using his experienced players, he, the ones he relies on. He relies on the likes of Stones and Maguire and the ones that are sort of late 20s or mid to late 20s. And then he'll throw in a Bellingham now and again or, or a Saka. And I, I quite like that. I think that's probably, for me, what has been lacking under the, the Capellos and the Hodgsons and the McLarens. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a good thing. Yeah. And I think that might be the key for us to try and get these youngsters in quicker, get them that experience at international level. And then maybe in a couple of years or, or hopefully next summer, but if not, you know, the next Euros, they'll, they'll have that experience that can help us lift something. <laughs> Yeah, because obviously these. You remember when he threw guys in like Callum um, Hudson Odoi, and then we didn't see him again in it. Like after a bit, and it it can happen. But obviously, there's always going to be one or two that don't really stick around in it. But that's just yeah. the way. Uh, that's that's just the way with football. But overall, I think he's. I think I think he's trying to build a decent team. But I just we just need to see a bit more personally. Do you get me? The goalkeeper situation. We've got Henderson, Pickford, Heaton, and them type of guys there. Yeah, like Mike. So you are you a big fan of the keeper or what or? Now, like I said before, none of them keepers are anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> I've them. got a problem with the keepers, you know. Go on. Uh, none of them. If you take all them other countries that them five, probably not. Portugal, I'd like say Portugal's debatable, but France. Pickford's nowhere in the world. Newer. You get me? It's just absolutely nowhere. I don't think Pickford's better than the game right now. You get me? I, yeah, Pickford's for me. Yeah. I, I under, like, listen, I don't want to sell myself short. Like, I'm not Pickford's biggest fan. 
And I, I understand what you're saying. I think the goalkeeping situation isn't great. When you look at like the other options as well, I think it was was it it was Dean Henderson at one point until he got COVID or he got injured. Then it was was it Aaron Ramsdale? Yeah, I mean, someone Pope, he brought in someone not, Pope Nick, Nick, Nick Pope on it Nick Pope yeah you know okay the kid's done well at Burnley and that but exactly they're not, you know, guys in it yeah they're not playing Champions League football or smashing yeah. it up where you go I'll tell you what out. though Mm, I tell you what, I tell you where there isn't random guys, and that's at right back in it. Who's, who's, who's your favourite right back? Because <laughs> we got about twelve. Yo, you know man's got a whole team of right backs. You know, <laughs> hey, listen, he even put Chippy a left against, back. He played exactly. He played three against Andorra, didn't he? Yeah, he loves his right back. Do you know what made me laugh was about that as well? He got all them right backs, and we ended the Euro, the European Championship final with Marcus Rashford at right back. Yo, don't make me back. laugh, bro. That was God. cheeky. That. <laughs> That was disrespectful, that, <laughs> like, yo. How can you bring a man on for the last two, three minutes, four minutes? He's cold, you know. He's not even touched the ball yet. Yeah, hey, listen. He took more throw-ins than passes, you know. Don't be cheeky. <laughs> Southgate, Southgate was cheeky, man. That dis- disrespectful, that. Like, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? That, that and then asked him to take a pressure penalty like that. But, um, but yeah, but... but so on for the penalty, didn't he? So, like, yeah, he but... Watch from the sidelines, didn't he? So, he didn't watch it. Yeah. So go out there and do a job at right back, lad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, he can't be doing that. You get me? But listen, I was. Do you know what? I was nervous as well for that last minute when he was at right back. I was like, <laughs> listen, like, we don't need Italy getting on the counter now and hitting us down that that left hand side, their left hand side. Because yo, nightmare. But he got a load of stick anyway for missing his penalty. Yeah. So 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 who's who's the best right back then that England have got? Because there's there's loads of debate about it. Should it be James? Should it be Walker? Trent? Trippier? Do you get me? Even Lamptey. I've heard Wambasaka is nowhere near it, so we don't even need to mention him. Do you get me? But the rest of him, who, who's who's your guy? Um, for me, I just and again, I, I, I hate the fact that I sound like a right stat merchant on this podcast, and I'm not. But you can't so, argue with them numbers, and you know my thoughts on the Scousers, but you just can't argue with them numbers from Trent. Like yeah. it's it's just ridiculous. I think that if he's if you've got someone who the stats and that I know, I know I'm sad. I know mate, I hate myself for saying it, but I just think that they're so ridiculous. They're so, so they are it's a good side and you get caught in behind. Is that is your stat gonna save you there? But no, but he, you know you say that though, but he's he's you know, he's beating Barcelona's and teams like that. He's not a, this, you know, a, a, I've got no dog in the fight here with Trent Alexander Arnold, believe me, but <laughs> he can step up when he's up against it. I don't think he's as poor defensively as perhaps some people make out. He's not great. But I think for me, whilst you've got Reese James is very good and Trippier is good, I think it is between Kyle Walker, me personally, and, and Trent. And I just shave it with, with shade it with Trent, sorry. So um I, I think it's I think I'd start him. So for me, it's between Kyle Walker and James, isn't it? I think Trent's class, by the way. What the, sorry, yeah. let me put it in a way. The attribute that that Trent's got, that delivery into the box, is, is out of all of them, is the best that that. But you've asked yeah. him who's the best right back in it. So that's a, there's a, yeah. a job to be done there at both ends of the pitch, in it. So if I'm being honest, I think when they all hang up the boots, I think Reese James is probably going to be the one that we speak about the most. But for right now, as it stands, I'm I'm starting Kyle Walker. Um, and I really think they're right now. But yeah, I think Reese James has got a bit of both at both ends of the pitch as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a difficult it's a difficult one, you know. I swear down, it's a difficult one. Because my head goes from Trent to Walker, back to Trent, 
nah, Walker, nah, Trent actually. So it's a bit, <laughs> you get me? I'm, I'm caught, oh, I'm caught in between them too, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that Walker experience and recovery pace is mean, do you get me? And he's experiencing, and then you've got, like, like Mike said, in it, you've got Trent with them whips and, I'm thinking about Harry Kane. You, you make you make you make a good point there because it might even be who you're putting in front of him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you've got yeah, a Saka yeah. in front of him, are you trusting Trent and, and yeah. Saka on that right hand side? Or do you need Kyle Walker there because he's gonna make sure that no one's getting in behind? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a yeah. lot of it may depend on on who is in front of him because you know, if you are gonna have a, a kid there on the right wing, you're not gonna sort of want to sort of take too many chances. So yeah, it's, it's a nice problem to have. My only issue is, and I kind of agree with Mike a little bit on this one, is in other positions, we, we're just nowhere near got that wealth of talent. Yeah, yeah it's a mad one, isn't it? It's a mad one. Defenders-wise, I think England I think England are pretty decent, to be honest with you. Got Joe Gomez as well, who plays centre-back, who, who's been injured as well, do you know what I mean? And Shaw and Chilwell on, 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 on the other side, on the left-back position. So, yeah, man, it's looking good. It's looking roses. Hopefully, Southgate will be able to do his thing and make it nice and make us a bit saucy for the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? He's got a year to sort it out. So get it sorted, Gareth. You get me? Waistcoat Gareth, you know. But listen, moving on, yeah, because as we know, yeah, the transfer window closed and everyone's got the business done. Mike, are you feeling with City's business? You upset, happy or what? So, on, is it midnight on the first or it was the window shut? Yeah. I think it was, I think it was 11, I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I yes. should know. We we were doing a podcast, a live thing for it. I think it was 11, yeah. 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 I was human to be honest with you, thinking, what the hell? Like, uh, is this it, really? We've, we've lost an equation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Man said, is this it, really, after spending 100 mil? <laughs> well, look how far City you've come, bro. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, talk I, hate, I hate this. I hate the fact that City are like this. Do you know that? Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm going to Go on, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. It was more about quantity, more about numbers in it, and the areas that I thought we needed to strengthen. So that's what I meant by is it's it not we've not spent enough, no chance, and yeah, we spent. All right, okay. Nothing to do with how much we spent. But then I woke up the next day and just checked out and thought, actually, I'm I'm all right with it. I'm more happy that we kept Bernardo Silva and Laporte than anything. I'm more happy about even that even if they didn't want to be there. Pardon? <laughs> even if they don't really want to be there. And I'm not saying they don't, but they're, they're, they're the rumours going around, innit? Man are professional, innit? So if man know that they're going to be there for another year and that, you get me, I, I doubt Laporte and Bernardo Silva, they're not, they're not, they're not the kind of type of guys, to me, I don't know them personally, that are going to be walking around on training grounds, sulking and stuff, the other. So, and to be fair, I think if anyone could have got a move this summer, it probably would have been Laporte. I think there would have been many a suitor out there for him because I think he walks into to most teams. I think a conversation's been had and my man's just going to see how it goes this year. Uh, I probably, they probably, him and Bernardo probably, do you still feel like there's other places for them to, to, to apply the training and that? But yeah, I'm just glad that they've stayed on. To me, they're probably more important than the Greenish signing for me. For, for what I right, so, Yeah, so what about the striker situation though? You vex about that. Are you thinking, right, we've not replaced Aguero? Do you know what? It was a must. Because obviously, Tixie and Pep and the board must have thought, yeah, we need it because they were willing to go and get Harry Kane and Harry Kane's not cheap. He's costing you north of hundred million pounds, isn't it? So they must have seen it as a as 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 something n- necessary. Obviously, Levy said, "No, nah, I'm not interested in the money. We're keeping him." Which is Harry Kane's fault because he shouldn't have signed that six-year thing. He did. He done himself right in with that. Do you know what I'm saying? But was you sat there thinking, "Nah, you know what? My club are taking liberties, man." When company went, it took a year for us to get a proper centre back in. Now Aguero's gone. We've not gone out there and and and, and got a Highland or whoever it is that he wanted. Or you are you, are you cool? With Torres and then man, 
Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, what I'm looking at is they had a strategy, and they and they had a specific they had a specific type of player that they wanted to head up that line, and that player, by the sounds of things, was, was Harry Kane. So I'm all right with them not saying, "Ah, oh, you know what? We'll just go do a Wilfred Bony thing again, and that, and just get someone to fill mm. fill the boots in that." So, so yeah. And to be fair, Torres has looked sharp up there from the scene last season, and in the Euros, and the start of this season. Will it be the answer? for the full um, season, time will tell. But you know what? One thing about our team, which makes me less worried, is goals come from everywhere in our front line, isn't it? So we, we, we've never, mm. over the last few years, we've never, Sergio Aguero scored four Premier League goals last year and we won the league. So yeah. that in itself says to me, what are we really kicking off about? The team sets up in a way that, that Pep's embedded repetition and repetition. So everyone knows what they're doing. And I say goals come from everywhere. All we need now is those wide men like last year, your Marises and the Goduggins to keep contributing to the goals and that. And yeah, we'll be live. So actually, actually, I'm not that. I'm okay with our window. I'm okay with it. That's, okay that's with it. Good. Okay. Okay. But I, I always get a sense that you've got a problem with Grealish though still. Yeah. Do you know what that is, bro? I think Grealish is a good player in it. But I'm just not yeah. fully convinced that... I don't know what adding £100 million does to your team. But... It feels like mm. something special should happen. And I just don't think something special is going to happen. I think he's just going to continue what's, what we've got there. Add something else, but a lot, I don't know. I don't know. But like right. I said, I've, I've been here before, though. I didn't want Riyad Mahrez. Because I, I, when, we, when, we when we was in the market for Riyad Mahrez, we had Leroy Sane, we had Sterling, we had Aguero, and we had Foden coming through. And I thought, why are we signing this guy to come and mess up the flow? And, and, and that held for a year. Because in that first year, yeah. it was very standard. And to be fair, the last yeah. year, I've got no complaints, actually. It's a good job. He is here, or we'd be struggling. So hopefully, Greenish turns out to be that type of player. But right now, if everyone's fitting on song, it doesn't start in my start in 11th for Man City. That's just my personal opinion. Okay, okay. So, Jay, United's window done. Ronaldo, we spoke about him last week. He's come done. Sancho Varane, good window. Out of 10, what, what kind of window was that for you then? I think I said it on the on the on Stratford Pallet. I gave it an eight out of ten because I think you can't ignore the DM situation. We spoke about it extensively, you know, the Fred, Matic, McTominay scenario. Can you really rely on them to 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 yeah. to, 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 to challenge you to the title or to take you to a title? I'm not so sure. But I'm I'm sort of pleasantly surprised a little bit because you know what I think we've done is and what we needed to do is we've got first team players in. Like, we didn't need more squad fillers, more, oh, you know, if someone's injured or... That's not going to carry you towards a title challenge. We needed players that can come in and start. Now, Raphael Varane, if everyone's fit, starts. Cristiano Ronaldo, if everyone's fit, starts. Um, I almost forgot his name then. Jaden Sancho, if everyone's fit, I think, starts. Do you know what I mean? Might take a little while. You touched on it last last week, Pundit, like, with Sancho. And it was a good point that Mike's made with the Riyad Mahrez situation. And I see the similar thing with Sancho. People may have to temper their expectations with Sancho a little bit. I don't expect him to be sort of 20 goals or whatever, or 20 um, goals and assists this season. But I think he will start. So I think that we've come in and we've got three first teamers there, which is a massive boost. You know, the backup goalkeeper, okay, it's a squad addition. It don't really make, make much difference. So I am pleased with it because I always think the worst with the Glazers. And I always think that part of me at 1.4, they're just going to get Sancho and think that's it because it's a big signing. That's all we, we need. So when I got Varane, I was chuffed because he's a world-class defender and I think, wow, we've actually got Rafael Varane. Then Ronaldo, which came out of the blue. 
So it's a it's a positive window and it's a good window and you know it's up there with one of our best ever windows. In honest, in all honesty, yeah. we're just lacking that midfielder. That's the only gripe I've got because a, a good defensive midfielder is so essential. And you look at yeah. all the title winning teams. You know, City had um, Fernandinho, the Scousers had Fabinho, Leicester had Kante, Chelsea had Kante, of course. We haven't got that, and that's what worries me. Can we get away with it? Can we get away with that? You know, Sorry, yeah, now I hear that. Yes, yeah, in me. Go on. Does Sancho uh, is a guaranteed start? Is that what I just said? You say yeah. I think he probably would. I think he probably. You know, it's not guaranteed. I mean, Oli may look at it and go, "I'm going to shift Mason back over to the right, Ronaldo. I'm going to play in the middle, down the middle, and, and Marcus on the left or whatever." It's debatable. It's not like guaranteed. I know you might. Well, you spent seventy three million quid on him. You've got to get. No, that's not the case, is it? And I think that you might look at it and go, when everyone's fit, if it's a cup final, he's coming off the bench. I ain't really got a problem. I think he probably does start out. I think he does. Yeah, I but listen, on a real He's in and around the first team. Right. Who, who, who got the better guy, though? Sancho or Grealish? Who, who made the better signing? Obviously, well, we don't is, know what, it's all in what, hindsight. What, I, think it, I think the thing is, as well, it's what you need. City didn't need three first team players. Because City have just won the league. Do you know what I mean? You, I mean, you yeah. might say now, you don't even know whether they, they necessarily needed Grealish. United yeah. needed probably four first-team players because we got yeah. three. And I'm still going, well, we actually needed a DM. So you, it's what you need. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that, like, you know, neither team, neither, I'm, I'm, you know, neither, um, I can't speak for any other fans, but I personally wouldn't swap Grealish for the three players we've brought in. And I'm, I'm you know, most City, yeah, I'm no, guessing, might feels the same. Gee, that weren't the question. The question was well, Sancho or Grealish. So if we take what's happened so far, no Grealish has got a goal and assist. What um is that all? What what what's that? He's asking you, Jay, what's yeah. going on with Sancho? He's coming for big money. He's not well, registered. How, yet. How, how many minutes has he played, Sancho? Hey, what's going on with the guy? He's played about 80 minutes. He's played in, in, in Premier League. In... The question is, Go on. Book, who's, who's going to have the better out of Grealish and, and Sancho? And I think that's a really, really interesting question. Um, and I'm saying... I'd, I'd expect, I'd expect probably, bang for book. You probably expect Grealish to, to do more. I think going into that team as the only signing, hundred million pound man for a reason, with those players around him as well, just won the league. I'll expect him to, but you don't know. <laughs> you got to remember as well. Grealish has just Grealish has just spent a year. What is it? You said he spent most of his time in the, in the Championship, but he just spent two seasons in the Premier League doing very well. He kept them up and then he kicked them on. Sancho, Sancho, I know he's English, but you don't just come in the Premier League or I'm English. He didn't kick a ball for City when he was oh, in, in the Premier League, did he? Sancho waste the money because it sounds like you've seen... What? No. <laughs> mad. Sancho's a waste of money. We've needed a right winger since Tony Valencia retired. So absolutely not is he a waste of money. I just think that I'm not going to yeah, lose hold on, hold on, Jay. If he doesn't Jay. tear it up straight away. Jay, does Ronaldo yeah. start for you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. Does Mason Greenwood start for you? Uh, I know what you're doing here now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you've got me. Nah, be serious, you found my Achilles heel. You've you've worked out the there's a flaw in the matrix in my thinking. It doesn't it doesn't compute, does it? Hey, I can't not trust one of these. Nah, mate, you ain't gonna wriggle I'm out of this one. I'm not Mason nah, you're not Greenwood wriggling out. I'm start Cristiano. 
I'm, all the other things I want to do because they're into my players. Hey, listen, you're going to have Southgate yeah. for a hot second. You've done me there. You've done me. Five, five a minute ago as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I'm sorry. My, my only get-out-of-jail-free card here is I'm going to have to put a lot of expectation on Scott McTominay because he's on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Now, nah, real talk, though. All of them. Yeah, you know, but on a level, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, on a level, it's a big conundrum. Yeah, yeah, man, is. it's a big conundrum for Oli. But obviously, for City, they've got a lot of quality. So sometimes you see Sterling on the bench, Foden might be on the bench now and again. Bernardo, whoever it is, they've got quality on the bench. I think for United, getting Sancho and that, it just boosts that quality depth. Do you know what I mean? Like, if Marcus is injured. He shouldn't be coming back and going straight into the team. Now Oli can ease him back in and take time with his injury and, 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 and things like that. Do you get me? So I feel like all around it's better, but we could go on about Sancho and that and Grealish and that, but yo, Mason, you see Mason's ceiling? Mason's got a high ceiling, you know? Even hey, at, even at right wing. Language. Do you know what? I, I, it, pay, it, it does pay me a little bit, though, when he's on right wing. Because I, I, I hear you, 100%. He can play there and he's done well there. I just like I just prefer him in the middle, but it doesn't always like you. You just put it down. I don't want to go over it, so embarrass myself again. But yeah, it, yeah. so he's got he's got to move if he's going to play. If Ronaldo's playing, or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's got to be some sort of leeway. So yeah, maybe maybe you know it's him and Sancho find out for that right wing place, and maybe for the time being it might end up with with Mason Greenwood. I think Oli won't feel like obligated to start Sancho. I don't think we're there where people are going to go. He's got to start him because he's spent all that money on him. I think that, you know, if he does start Greenwood, if he does say, I'm going to play Greenwood on the right and, and Ronaldo in the middle and Le, Rashford on the left or whatever, mm. I think that would be problem, okay. The problem you, know you I mean? might have got, yeah, the problem you might yeah. have got, right, is Sancho's sign there and I think he is expecting to play and only because you lost to Villarreal. So you've not won anything for a bit in it. So yeah. <laughs> if he's coming, coming into a team that's just won a league or something or won something a significant, so if Chelsea has signed like obviously the car is going to expect to play, but Chelsea sign a player tomorrow, they just won the Champions League, touching going it like right, this team have just won certain Whereas I think when you're signing players and you're not winning stuff, Jay, I mean, City have been there, you're not winning stuff. Players that come in expect to to get in that team immediately when they're coming in for big money. So I get what you're saying about Solskjaer's gonna have to manage it, but. I think a lot of your new signings are expecting to be in from the off. And no, I, I I I agree, and you know he has got an headache. He's no no denying that, but he's got that's his, that's what he's paid to do. You know he's got a dude. We spoke about it the other week. You know the whole Fergie thing. If you're my guy, I've got a game for you in two weeks' time. Make sure you fit for it. And he's like, I'm gonna minute. I mean, I'm not playing for two weeks. He's got to do. He might have to do things like that, but. And without sort of overthinking it, the simple facts of the matter is if you perform on the pitch, you get pits. You know, if, if Sancho's taking a little while to find his feet and he's not getting pits and, J- and Mason Greenwood scoring, you know, in every game he plays and Cristiano Ronaldo comes back and, you know, I don't expect him to be the Ronaldo of old, but the Ronaldo of last season or whatever, you know, and still getting the goals, then it is going to be tough. It is, and he's yeah, going to you know fight what? for his place. Yeah, this is what I'm going to say. And we're going to find out some real stuff about Oli, you know, because you know something, yeah, when he spent big money before on Maguire and and, and, and Fernandez, well, 55 mil isn't really big money, but those guys were coming into positions where there was no competition as such. Whereas now he's spent 80 million pounds on Sancho that's coming into a position where Mason can do a job. Rashford can do a job. Do you understand me? So Martial yeah. can do a job when he's on fire. So now he's paid a big money signing in Sancho. If Sancho's not doing it, is he prepared to think, right, you know what? I don't care that I spent 80 million. You're sitting on the bench for me, son, because you, you know ain't what? doing do you, it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? Do you know what the biggest sort of we had this myth, didn't we, last season at times, or this sort of fallacy where 
people will go, look at United's bench there. Look at it. We're, we're up there now. We've got, look at our bench. You've got Pogba. You've got Martial. You've got Cavani on the bench. But you, I'd say, yeah, you've got them players on the bench because he's played a weakened team for his starting eleven. Like, that's not the true sort of facts of it. Do you know what I mean? You've got a weaker eleven. That's why you've got the likes of Paul Pogba sat on the bench. Do you know what I mean? That where now I think we're closer to having a strong eleven and a strong bench. I, f- I still feel like I've said I don't want to keep repeating myself. There's, there's gaps there, but we have got a, a squad. And any team that any, ever wins anything worth noting, they have a squad. They have. You should always have. Let's have it right. Unless you're the Scousers two years ago, you're going to get injuries. You should always have 13, 14 first team players, basically who think they're good enough for the first team and who would be considered first teamers because you always pick up knocks and suspensions and stuff and you want players that can come in and, and dovetail and all that sort of stuff. So I think we're closer to that. Attacking-wise, we're, we're as strong as we've been for a long time. It's just, you know, if we do lose a Maguire or we do lose a, a Bruno, we're in a, might be in a bit of trouble. Um, and just, yeah, that, that defensive midfield thing, is, is that could come back to buy us. Maybe, right, so in, Jan- maybe in January we go again if we are struggling. Yeah, so who we seen as the as the biggest challenges this season? Like Liverpool, you see me in, with, with Liverpool. I'm a bit unsure about them this season, you know, because it won't surprise me if they finish seventh. It won't <laughs> surprise me if they won the league. They're in that kind of. Do you understand me? They're in that kind yeah. of place where why? When when I'm watching them, I'm thinking, right, yeah, are these man, are these man really on it this season or what? Or is this just a, a blagging? Are they kind of blagging everyone? Do you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see Liverpool. But obviously, Chelsea for me, they've strengthened well in it. Tuchel's a problem. He's a big problem. Trust me, he's a big, big problem. Do you know what I mean? He's got a good team. He's gone out and got Lukaku as well to stick stick the ball in the back of the net because Turbo Team, I don't know what he was doing last season. You get me? He was just running fast and couldn't make me see all the chances. So I think it's interesting, isn't it? Like, who do you man see as the big, like the biggest challenges? This season, well, like, I thought them, I thought them really going to do something with Nuno, with Nuno, because I don't think they are at all. Mike's, who's taking that crown off you? Um, I think it's safe and secure in the old, in the old trophy room. Like I say, I, I just hope one thing that you will, um, I know we're not going on transfer, I want to do thing that you hope is that Greenish brings that big, that, that burst of rap. There's a new guy in the dressing room here and everyone, it keeps everyone on the toes if nothing else. Um, so I think, so I think Chelsea will be closer. I don't think Liverpool are going anywhere. And yeah, I think, really, I think that's what you're looking at really for a, a serious title challenge in that. I think Spurs, they'll, they'll do all right and that, and then I thought everyone else, like you see, top, top four. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I know what she missed yeah, out yeah, United really? there yeah. in your list. <laughs> you you know, nothing gets past do, me. Do you not think, no, seriously though, right? You're sort of saying, you know, United aren't in that conversation. No, no, do you not no, think no, if, you, if you, if you, go on. That was a joke. Go on. Seriously. All right, sorry. Go I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, and it yeah. burns me to say this. <laughs> I think you guys are a problem only because... Um, yeah. So your players, all these other players that you're talking about bringing in, bringing in, bringing in, that's all well and good. I know from, from, from watching City over the years, it's the guys that have been there for a bit that have become more warm to what's going on. So Maguire's had another year, Pogba, Fernandez, those guys that are doing well anyway, they've had another, Luke Shaw coming to his own. Yeah, he's yeah. got a clear understanding now of what he's taken. They've been on around the top in it. So as much as I can say, I'm an honest. I, 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 I'll keep it real. You guys are a threat and a problem. And the, all the jokes about Ronaldo, he just adds something else, which is a spark and a little bit to those guys that have stepped up a year because they're decent guys that are just reeled off there and that. So my hope yeah. is 
that your attack ends up relying on Cavani and Ronaldo when they run out of steam. That's where money would have gone. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, 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 it's a fair comment. I, I think with United as well, I will, I'll touch on United and I'll go on to the other ones, but I think he cannot finish second, add Ronaldo, Varane and Sancho and not expect a challenge. I think if you're not doing, something's gone a bit wrong there. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's going to be a few questions there, to be honest with you. But looking at the other the other um, teams, you, you mentioned Liverpool there, and I'm I'm an old school. I, you know, I'm always wary of the Scousers and the fact that they've, you know, obviously sort of under Klopp seem to have the, the the sort of good good vibes and all that sort of nonsense. But it's, it's like you said there, Pundit, it's difficult because I've mocked them and sort of admit, but Van Dijk coming back into that team makes a massive difference. Yeah, because yeah. they were all over the shop when he was missing. I know they still got beat. I think they got beat by Villa 7-2 when he was in the nah, team. They tried to blood man like Nut Phillips and that. You, get you me? remember that? Like, they <laughs> were just buying randomers from like Preston and that, like throwing him in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go on, son. Try the thing, man. Yeah, like, and I think that is a bit of a game change. And also, the likes of Salah and Mane are so reliable for goals. You just can't, yeah. like, it almost gets ignored that those two have got like 50 goals between them every season without fail. Well, so I think, gonna, I think this season... I think this yeah. season it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see their hunger in it because remember when yeah. even at United and even at City Pep's done it like after a certain time you get like you get rid of like Pep had signing for how long three seasons or something two two seasons yeah no better than me yeah yeah do you know what I mean and then and then and then he was gone he had Nolito for one season and he was out, out out the door you get me so what I'm saying is with Liverpool they've had their man for about what five seasons now Mane and Salah and that. So yeah, it's going to be interesting while, so. to see, yeah, whether they've still got that hunger to go 38 games, bang, bang, bang. Because remember, when they won the league, yeah, they hardly got beat that season. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a tough, it's a tough beat. Do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Do you, know what, do you know what really annoys me as well? Just to move on for, just to another team, is Chelsea. It's the whole Niguez thing. Because mm. it's like, that for me, you know, alone with a, an option to buy, that would that's made for the Glazers. He's made for United. He'd have been perfect. And... Chelsea got him, and that adds options for them as well, doesn't it? That midfield, you know, you mentioned Cantona, yeah. you mentioned Jorginho. Now you've got Niguez in there. I mean, that's strong. Kovacic, yeah, Kovacic as well. Chelsea no ballers, mate. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea. Listen, like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, Chelsea are the real, the real, the Real Madrid of English football because they don't settle for nothing less than 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 top notch. Whether that's managers, if you're not up to scratch, Lampard, he was there. He got kicked out the door. Because he weren't doing you know, what he's supposed to be doing. Do you understand you know, me? They don't mess how about. How crazy that is as well. Like, what, what, was, what was Roberto Di Matteo doing winning the Champions League? How's that work? Right. How's that there model work where you're getting rid of your manager every two years and every 18 months and yet someone like Di Matteo can come in, win the Champions League, Ancelotti comes in, does the double, Conte comes in, wins the league, Mourinho comes back, wins the league, um, Tuchel comes you know what back, it is, comes yeah? in, wins the Champions there's, League. It's me- there's, mental. There's pressure in it, they've got standards, yeah, and they've got and and, no, and, and, yeah. and those standards, yeah. the, the the key to those British gas can't phone me now and tell me that they're not supplying my gas. Do you understand me? Because the standards, do you know what I'm saying? IRAC are not going to pick up my car and tell me they've only got one jack or, or however what half a tire. It's not going to happen. Do you understand? Because they've got standards. So with Chelsea, I just see them as they they've got a, a vision yeah, and they're no footballers, they know they know they know they know levels, and what they do is they try and make sure that they've got a team, a squad, managers. That are set to go out there and winning it because that's what it's all about. Winning, I, I think they're a big problem this season in the Champions League. 
and in the Premier League, to be quite honest with you. Talk to me about Arsenal, though. What are Arsenal doing? Because I don't know, yeah? <laughs> Someone's got to explain this to me, yeah? How is Arteta still getting funds? Do you understand? Because he spent, what, over 200 million now? And I'm not, see- I'm not seeing a clear plan in it. Like, if someone said to me, what, what, what's Arsenal's best, best defensive form? I couldn't tell you, bro. He's just bought all sorts. Man, Marie, Cedric and all them kind of guys. You get me, Gabriel. Do you know what I mean? Is he good? Is he not? Ben White he, still got a lot to prove. Do you get me? He's, he's got William, who he bought in, buying out his own contract to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> 20 yeah, million quid real? just to get out of this mess. Yeah, I mean, for man? real, man. Honestly. They must have some sort of faith in him, though, because why? My man's still spending dough, you know. Nakonga, these guys, Tavares, these men sound like squad fillers to me. Do you understand me? And I think Arsenal yeah. need proper solid guys, but I don't know. It's a bit difficult in the market these days. And everything's expensive, but it is. Well, I think Partey's a good uh, signing. But... They've got... Um, I don't think they've got much to offer players now, Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. You know, like even like five or six years ago, Arsenal, if you said, I'm going to sign for Arsenal, you expect to play Champions League football every year. You play yeah, under a yeah. manager, um, you know, like with Wenger, who's respected or whatever. You come into Arsenal now, your teammates, okay, you've got like Obama Young and, and one or two others, but there's not like a, a wealth of talent there. You've got a manager yeah. who could get sacked any minute. You've got fans who are just absolutely toxic. And, you know, you, you've got like, like say, expectations of what? Really? Yeah, do you know what? Like, do you know how you know Arsenal have fell off? You know how you know Arsenal have fell off as well? Because even my club, I used to look at Arsenal and think, do you know what? Bloody hell, I'd love Nasri. I'd love Van Persie. I'd love this guy. I'd love that guy. Do you get me? But, now I look at him and I think, I don't know who I don't think I'd take anyone from that team. The only person I'd take would probably for midfield, probably party, only because of what he's done at Atletico Madrid, not what he's even yeah. done at Arsenal yet. Do you get me? So it's a bit no, of a sticky one. The premiership race is going to be a mad thing. Champions League, though, let's talk about that for a hot set because PSG, hey, they done a mad thing, get it? Like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Is Messi, that, Neymar. That, that's got to be the best. Is that the greatest window anyone's ever had since transfer windows? Seriously? Like, probably. Listen. To get them kind of guys on a free like that, like, come on, Hakimi and, uh, well, Hakimi they paid for, but Wijnaldum and Donnarumma and, nah, they're not messing about here. Pochettino has got to win. He's got, he's got, he, for him not to win League One this season yet, he's going to back up every argument that I've had with everyone. Do you get me about, about Pochettino? Because I think he's a bit overrated, to be quite honest with you. Mate, he's, a good, you. he's a good coach, but overrated. I've I've been saying that for years. When all United fans was was scrambling for him, I was like, "What are you on about, man? That is not the answer." Do you know what I mean? And the fact that he went there last season and he didn't even win the league, uh, league one, that says yeah. it all to me. Do you know what I mean? He's been dining out on that fucking finishing whatever it was. He finished third in the two horse race, didn't he? When it, when yeah, Leicester won the league. Man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, Mike. Right. Yeah. Mike, are you are you afraid of PSG Champions League group and all that? Yeah, yeah, so I'll, I'll, before we wrap up, I'll have last comments on that because I think they are yeah. going to be a serious threat in the Champions League for everyone. And to be fair, it's not just them, is it? Um, I've always been saying the Champions League's a cup company in a one-off game, anything can happen, but you've got to be looking at their 11. If everyone's on song, you, 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 mm. it's, it's going to be hard keeping the back door shut against them. Yeah. It? Like, there's this goals to be had, and not even just there, the midfield's kind of decent as well and that you get me they've still got one or two in there that I probably wouldn't have at City but on the whole when you look at their team now Poch has got no excuses has he really 
Yeah, he's got no excuses. He's got to win something. Or if not both, do you get me? Like, do the double. But obviously, we know football, football works. And sometimes it don't even work like that. Do you know what I mean? And he may, might be out of a job by January. Who knows? You get me? But he's got the team to go out there and do the thing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, everyone had a good week then. Yeah, I just want the Prem ball back, me personally. Do you get me? Yeah. Or this international business. Unless it's tournament ball, I'm not really feeling it. Do you know what I mean? So, nah, I'm with you. yeah, man, it is what it is. But yeah, that's for this week anyway. Another three points in the gaff, even though there was no three points apart from international football points. You get me? But it is what it is, isn't it? So yeah, we're here every week. Me, Pundit J, alongside J Motty and Mike. Yeah, so yeah, man, enjoy your week and that uh, we're gone. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.